you know, it's taken us how many episodes? A lot of episodes. 17 episodes. Because it's episode 17. But we finally found the best episode of the series so far. It's true, we did. So that's what we're going to talk about. Here! On Jared and I'll watch Love Live. It is episode number 17. I'm Jared, that is Doc Allen Ladium. Hello. And we are discussing season 2, episode number 4, entitled... No dot one idol in the universe. No one dot. <laughs> or the number one idol in the universe. Who could that be about? Shrug shoulders. No idea. Uh, we begin the episode as Muse is trying to figure out if they made past the first preliminary round. Or if they qualified for the first preliminary round, excuse me. Um, we see Arise makes it because, of course, they are the defending champions. Mm-hmm. Two other groups make it, and they get to the bottom, and they didn't make it. Nope. They failed again. Tragic. Except not really, because it was a dream. Yep. It was Hanukkah's dream she had, and it's like, why would you tell us this? Poor nightmare. You're gonna, you're gonna jinx us. So basically the same events happen again as we see the same three groups that have qualified for the first preliminaries. There's Arise and the other two groups that from the dream. And Hanukkah's like, oh like, god, this is it's gonna happen the same as my dream. Views. <laughs> like Oh. Huh? <laughs> they have uh, they've qualified for the uh, the next round. They've made it through. They will continue on. I'm proud of them. Towards Love Live. Everyone is very ecstatic. Umi does not pay attention because she's just in shock mm-hmm. about not wanting to, about not making it. So she doesn't realize it until like well after the fact. Nico's just like, yeah, okay, cool. And then Liz leaves. Yep. And everyone's like, wait a minute. Wait gotta, a minute. We got to practice. Why is she leaving? Why are, where are you going? <laughs> and he goes like, uh, somewhere. Bye. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. So they like five of them go off and tail her. Yep. And by tail her, I mean like they they follow her as she goes to a grocery store and trying to hide behind like a a vegetable box at first. A, yeah. And there's like watching her like pick out food and stuff. It's like, why is she grocery shopping? What is she doing? Why would she skip practice the grocery shop? <laughs> like, what? What if she's got a boyfriend? Scandalous. Well, Idols can't date. I think at first they think she has a job there, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, but then it's like she's just date. shopping. Yep. And then like all the stuff that they're hiding behind just like is pushed away. So they're mm-hmm. just like there's out in the open, and Nico just like looks over to the door and just like, "Why are they following me? That's probably not good." Nope. All right, later. And she runs away. She tries to escape out of the the back the back exit of the the grocery store, and Ellie's there, but she can't get. She's able to get by her. Uh, Nozomi goes after her, tries to threaten her with the bad stuff, and Nico, being the the smart person that she is, ducks behind parked trucks that Nico or that Nozomi cannot pass through. Because of her chest. Sure, her hammer hammers are too big. Yeah. So then she's like, "Hey." Rin, you have a small chest. You go. 
Rin's like, why am I doing this? Rin gets to the other side and like no one's there. She's like, this is worthless. Why would I do this? Uh, eventually they find, they're just like talking in some just like spot, just like being like, why is she being so weird? Why is Nico being weird? They spot a child Nico. They're like, oh yep. my God, Nico got small. They're like, wait a minute, that's just a child. <laughs> this child's like, wait a minute. I know who you guys are. You're Muse. They're like, huh? You're Nico's backup dancers. You're Nico's backup dancers. They're like, huh? <laughs> um, so that is Kokoro. And basically, Kokoro leads them to their apartment where they have to like do it, do it all in stealth because they don't know if the media is going to be out there trying to take pictures. Like, what's going? What is going on? They go into the apartment and they see all a bunch of posters up of Muse, except they've been slightly altered mm-hmm. <laughs> to have Nico be in front. Yep. And everyone's like, "Hmm, what is going on?" <laughs> Nico comes back home and is just like, oh, hey, guys, I brought some groceries. Uh-oh. So backup dancers, huh? Mm-hmm. She runs out again, and then, like, a, one of her other siblings, like, finds her as, like, she's trying to escape. He's like, oh, hi, sis, what are you doing? Look, your backup dancers are here. And she's like, uh. Uh, eventually they're able to, to, to get Nico and have her try and like explain what, what's going on. And basically the gist is like, you know, Nico's taking care of her kid or her her kids, her her siblings (laughs) to make sure they're all fed and everything. And also like, you know, Nico has basically been kind of living a life. Like she's the super idol. She can do anything. She's got these new backup dancers that are going to lead her to love live. And it's mostly like kind of this, this, uh, this thing where we learned a little bit more about Nico's past as an idol where in her first year, she tried really hard to start up a club and everything. She got people to join, but you know, like she, she mentioned earlier in the series, they basically couldn't hang with her style of practices and everything and quit on her to where for the past two years, she's been the only, like, club member, essentially. Right. Which and, we knew a bit about, but yeah. this is more in-depth. And it was, like, basically one of those things where, like, she couldn't bring herself to tell her siblings that this happened because she basically just didn't want to look like a failure in front of them. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be able to, like, keep inspiring them in the same way that idols could. So, like, she basically just kept up this this thing of, like, oh, I'm a super idol. I've been doing it this, this whole time. And now that Muse is here, it's like, oh, I guess these are my backup dancers now. <laughs> <laughs> so that we get to appreciate it, honestly. Yeah. Um, so like after that, we see like a little bit of Nico like taking care of her her younger siblings and everything, doing all of that, and then the rest of Muse basically kind of come together and formulate a plan to for her, where. They basically cordon off the the roof, set up a stage and everything, invite the siblings to come see it, and they're like, "Oh, hey, this is gonna be your, this is gonna be a performance just for you, for you being Nico, of course." Yeah. They're like, "Hey, go go show your your siblings that you are truly the the super idol that you say you are." Put her um, in this like 
bouncy pink outfit. Mm-hmm. She stands on, stands up on stage and everything, and basically tells her her siblings like, "Oh, this is this is my last performance as a super idol. Now I'm going to be become a member of Views, and there we're going to be a group, and we're going to achieve the goals that I've always wanted to achieve, and everything." And like how basically like now like oh you know these are my equals essentially, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like just you know a fun way for her to kind of like finally tell her siblings like this is really what's going on, this but is in a way that they're I'm like part of yeah, but in a way that doesn't necessarily like kind of defeat the mystique that she's built up. Right. It 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 doesn't like make them think less of her because it's right. like oh this is my choice and I'm going to be part of this group. So then she can be honest with them of like, hey, this is this is who who I am and what part of like what group I'm part of now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um which the the little dude always has snot bubbles and says like one word. Mm-hmm. Uh that is Kotaro. Kotaro. He has a hammer too. He sees Muse as the first time like back up. <laughs> Is it backup or dancers? Yeah, it's one of those. And then he's got like the whack a mole with Muse members. Yes. This is really good. <laughs> that kid's weird. Yeah. Like he, he legit only says one word at a time and has the giant <laughs> snot bubble. Or snot. What is that? Basically, he just got snot dripping out of yeah. his face. So um, we, find, we finally met Nico's siblings Kokoro, Koko, Kotaro. Koko, mm-hmm. Koko. Eventually, we will meet Nico's mom. Oh, okay. Which I think is the final episode. We will meet her mom, who is voiced by someone very prominent. Really? Uh, Nico's mom is voiced by the original voice actress of Sailor Moon. Really? Yes. Wow. (laughs) It's a really good get. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I kind of wish that it had gone into more about, like, what Nico's life is. Like, Mm -hmm. we had the discussion of it makes sense why she was so, like, when it came to anything, like, with Maki and money. Right. But, like, I feel like they could have done more here to explain more of, like, what she's going through. Mm -hmm. Rather than just, like, oh, hey, I take care of my my siblings and also, like, I live in a small house. I, I do all the cooking and... I have, like, I want them to be proud of me and happy mm-hmm. for me. Like, I have, I have to have this responsibility because the parents are, our parents are gone. So, like, who else is gonna look after them? Right. I think it's it's one of those things where like they they could have gone more into this, but the way they are like structuring season two is more just like here are one off story, one off story, one off story, one off story until we get to the end. Yeah. That. It doesn't fit with that kind of style that they're going for here. But yeah. I but I agree with you that, like, you could have done more with this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's easily the best episode that we've seen so far, but I also see spots where it could have been improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it definitely solidifies Nico as 100% gremlin in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the idea that the rest of them are just like, oh, look, it's Nico. Oh, wait, that... She she's smaller. <laughs> Did Nico like shrink? Like, you guys can't tell the difference in her kid <laughs> sister and like the person that you've been in a group with for almost a year. Come they just on. see a gremlin. They're like, oh, that's Nico. Yep, basically. 
Uh, let's talk about some trivia real quick. Let's do it. Uh, the ending credits character is Nico, obviously. Yeah, I'd suspect that. Uh, in Hanukkah's dream, before she knew the classification results, an idol group named Mutant Girls appear instead of Muse. Apparently, this is a reference to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? Sure. George got shafted. George got shafted, it's true. Uh, the posters on Nico's bedroom are official poster art. Which, like, one of them is literally the same poster that Chica has in Sunshine. Oh, nice. Except for, you know, with Nico yeah. in, in the front. Uh, this episode marks the anime debut of the Yazawa siblings. Previously, Coco and Kokoro appeared in Love Live School Idol Diary Light novels with different character designs as they were twins, as they are twins, while Kotaro is exclusively created for the Antime. The Antime? The Anime. <laughs> the Antime. <laughs> Uh, there is a store named Hanamaro Store, which obviously yep. predates Hanamaro from Love Life Sunshine. Yeah, I, I, I yelled about that when I saw it. Yeah, uh, it is revealed that Nico has photo editing skills, and this is very much a stretch, I believe. It was shown where the muse muse's faces on the posters are altered, making it so she's always the center. An example of this was is is when the No Brand Girls poster is when Hanukkah's face is altered with Nico's and Ellie complained that her face in the photo was altered with Nico's face. But like in the in the series or in that episode, it looked like more like she just took she cut out both faces and just taped them over. Yeah, that's what it was. The appropriate like to me, person. Is that she just <laughs> That's like, not really photo editing skills. That's just hey, I cut up some posters and taped over one and did that. That's more like collage skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call that. All right. Anything. Hmm. Well, how do we follow up this episode? Uh, by by talking mean, about femininity. Yeah. Next time, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode Number 5. It's called A New Me. A New Me. A New Me. But for now, if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAmbitCheckup.com or SAC.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Checkup and Checkup OVA. You can also find columns reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. So join us next time as we we learn about being ladylike mm-hmm. and not ladylike. Nope.